So you were thinking more from a marketing side, like they're they're proving a model, perhaps. Oh, I think so. I mean, at this point, you have to think that everything that they're doing, while it may have that fun aspect, that's how they're going to throw advertising out there. Yeah, more than hashtags. Come on. Come on. Yeah, more than hashtags. No, we won't forget uh-huh. what's working, what's trendy, and what's next. Yeah. With Adam Lidecker and Vincent Orlek. Every week a new episode from News on the Net. Come on. Uh, repping Arizona. I know just what you came for. For stories people might miss and fly under the radar. Yeah, more than hashtags. It's news and we're on it. Make sure that you subscribe and follow if you want it. Yeah, more than hashtags. Hey, I'm Adam Lidecker. And I'm still Vincent Orlek, and welcome to more than hashtags. Season two. Episode three. Episode three. Welcome back. Welcome back, everyone. Um, great to be with you here, a post-Easter, uh, pre-Quinceanera. Hey. For us, for a cousin and the family, I'll be attending my first quinceanera this weekend just thought i'd let everybody know that and uh, i am sure i'll be seeing many snaps i should i should document it for everyone that's never been to one are you gonna do a filter geo filter my my wife suggested that so i probably will i'll set one up i'm sure i'm sure the kids will be snapping they'll appreciate that you think you maybe yeah, I mean, I've done it before for some family events like Christmas and, and that sort of a thing. And Yeah. Eh, I mean, you'd be surprised, the, the kids. On the ones that are homemade like that, I mean, I, I do an okay job, I, and I can make them for events and things for companies. I've done that plenty of times. But it's, it's different with the kids. You know, I, I think they like the, the ones that Snap, Snap makes. True that. The youngins. I'm not a designer, but I, I play one on a podcast. On TV. Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of Easter, hey, we, uh, we were talking about the, social, the socials of the week, things that were going on, and maybe it was, you know, spring break, Easter, it was uh, slow in the social media news versus the, the previous week. We did notice one interesting thing um, that was fun. When everyone was doing all the April Fool's jokes, since it was the same day, uh, Snapchat put out the great Snapchat Easter egg hunt of 2018, 18, 18. <laughs> uh, so essentially what it was is they hid a bunch of Easter eggs in Snap Maps. Um, so two things. If you're familiar with Pokemon Go, you can go find Pokemon. It was a craze like that. And if you're not familiar with Snap Maps, it's inside Snapchat. So they layer over like a physical map. You can go see public snaps and locations and such like that. Well, they, they hit eggs. They hit eggs all over the place. You can collect them. I went all in. I went crazy. Hmm. I have no idea why. There was, yeah, no, did. There was no set prize. Uh, it, it ran over three days. But I think it was interesting. You have, Vincent, you have some neat ideas or some ideas of maybe why. They did it. Um, before I jump in to what kind of stood out for me. Yeah. Um, so I'm, you know, in real life, I'm talking to my coworkers. I'm talking to my friends. Uh, I went to a birthday party. I went to 
I went to a lot of things over that weekend and every place I went, I was opening up snap maps and catching those little eggs. I was where I could. I mean, I was at, I was at a party for a one year old that was outside at the area where the Chicago Cubs spring training park is. And it was funny because you could, you could uh, collect them while driving. Now, obviously not while you're, physically driving that's not a good idea but while you're riding in a car uh you could you could do it so that that was that was fun like i'm sure and and what's interesting to me is we'll get into the some of the numbers about cities but when you think about the top city which we'll reveal in a second that had the most the most eggs collected in that city it's it's a little or state maybe it was maybe it was no, it was city, right? The city. top one. City. Yeah, so it's it's a strange city for collecting that many eggs. I mean, it's just it's because of the number of people that are there is what it is. It's not that yeah, small a number of people. Oh, got that's them. true. Yeah, I mean, they're not driving around like we we're driving around Phoenix and and popping eggs in like left and right because you're as you're driving on the highway. Even we I just had, yeah, ha- and I can just ha- happen to be yeah. I drove 30 miles this way. I just happened to go be going to events, but like, right. If I went around my, went around my neighborhood, walked around my neighborhood. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't have got that many. The other thing is versus Pokemon go, which they'd always come back. Um, the, they dropped a million eggs, uh, us and Canada only. And once they're collected, they never came back. So my neighborhood was bare. <laughs> um, so I kind of wish there was like a prize, but I'll say one thing is I did tell everybody because I thought it was fun. Everybody knew what Pokemon Go was, at least from the news. So I was like, hey, open up Snapchat. They're hiding Easter eggs in there. And they're like, so cool. And they're like, what? Where? (laughs) And it was kind of uh, interesting to me um, that these are people who use Snapchat every day. Um, I don't even use, I, I view Snapchat every day. I don't snap every day. And they had no clue about Snap Maps. Or maybe they, some did and they hit it, um, or some actually they just most, don't use it. They most just didn't even know it existed. Oh, because they had to. I said, "Oh, you just pinch in the screen," and then the permissions came up and they had to accept it. They were really excited. They're like, "Oh, that's cool! I'll go get Easter eggs," but they didn't know it existed. Uh, which kind of brings me to like what we were talking about is, I think they missed Snap missed a big opportunity here, uh, or you have some maybe. Other, maybe you have some thoughts about that, but I'm like. I mean, I, th- I guess I did get a push alert because I had Snap Maps turned on. I don't. Maybe they didn't push it to everybody else. Um, well, they pushed it in the app when you opened up. When you opened up the app, I mean, there was a there was a notification that came up first thing on Friday, and that must have come up for everybody. Um, unless it only became, a, they could push it for everybody. I mean, yeah, just, I'm sure it went out to everybody. I, I would I would be shocked if it didn't go out to everybody. That it said in the app when you opened it up. Hey, the great Snapchat yeah. hunt of 2018 is on. Well, like pretty quickly, and this is why I said it was like kind of a flub for them. Um, even though how many people they said played. Uh, here, I'll bring up the stats. Uh, it said like it would tell you how many eggs you collected, what your rank number was globally, and then what if you're in the top 10%, 5%, 1%. Well, you only had to collect like 5, 10 eggs, and you were in the top five percent globally which is pretty sad um it just goes to show you the then well, how, but how accurate i mean was that just 
was that just also them trying to incentivize yeah huge range keep going (laughs) yeah so basically this is very interesting so they hit a million eggs and people found collected 59 million eggs wait no it doesn't make sense doesn't make sense. Oh, they hit hit a hundred million eggs. I don't know. They no, here, here's what it is. This because I I thought the same thing at first that there was only a million eggs. Yeah. For everybody, and then once you got them, they're gone. What it was, I think, what it is, is you. There's a million eggs for you to collect. You. Oh, and they disappear when I get them. Yes, and there's a million eggs for me to collect. Like we all have the same spots and the same million eggs in the same spots, but like I can yeah, collect. I gotcha. 500 you can collect a thousand and that's 1500 total collected between the two of us because because it was the total was 59 million six hundred ninety two thousand and some odd eggs were collected total and then players with 100 plus eggs was 144,000 so i'd imagine a lot more than that played uh but they said the the other stat too is that there were over 144,000 people who collected more than 100 eggs which is a commitment. <laughs> yeah, I, I look, I'm on Snapchat and I was I was aware of it from pretty much Friday morning on. I was in places where there were eggs. I wasn't driving, so I was able to to collect eggs as we drove. And I didn't get a hundred. <laughs> I didn't come close to a hundred. Yeah. I got a bunch of golden eggs that were five points, so that's right. what took me over. But okay, so they share what you're thinking, because they just proved the 144,000 people are willing to commit, and I'm sure you could put a time factor on that. Over three days, it took them 40, let's just say three hours over three days to get 100 plus eggs. So you were thinking more from a marketing side, like they were, they were proving a model, perhaps. Oh, I think so. I mean, at this point, you have to think that everything that they're doing, while it may have that fun aspect, that's how they're going to throw advertising out there advertising opportunities you know they're going to they're they're putting this out there they gave no warning right except when they launched it right and so three days you had three days to to go around and get these things and i don't know did you notice some of the eggs like i know one of the golden eggs was at the hilton across the street Mm -hmm. hotel right um, another one was at the Cubs. Yeah. Like yeah. they were at actual locations specifically. Yeah. I mean, that's very interesting. Like I, I had sent you one that I found like, like behind a gated community. It was a very ritzy area. Right. Um, I mean, they could, I guess, pull Zillow data or overlay or something. Or just, I don't know. Just well, they can do any, I mean, they look, this was, this, this is, there's no doubt in my mind that this was, approving a concept of, Hey, we can come up with this type of activity that could be used yeah. in marketing capacity, advertising capacity where, you know, Starbucks buys a, does an ad buy and you have to go to all the different Starbucks locations. And when you're there, you can tap on something and you collect the, the I mean, chinos or something, or even yeah. just brand building. They could do something very, very similar to get stars to get a free drink, and you get a hundred whatever, or you get a free drink. Uh, they could, yeah, they could. I mean, there's a million different ways they could go with it, but the the premise of the the idea of the Pokemon Go for yeah 
better or worse. It's, it's that whole idea. It's, it's, it's AR, it's augmented reality. It's using the power of the map that that's within their own platform, which is still, we got into that conversation today on Twitter with, with Kerry, um, Kerry, who we'll have on the show. She agreed to come on the show. So we'll be excited about talking about news, the news aspect of, of snap maps because that's snap map is that is their most powerful thing that they have i think i i by far the they've implemented it right but without getting too 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 far too far into that um we've the, talked about that in 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 the past with breaking yeah. events and stuff like that but i was even thinking this like what they could use news for i mean sorry maps for because you don't actually I'll use maps in the middle of the night. Like my, actually my friend's in Japan right now. So I'll, I'll zoom over and scroll over to Japan. Uh, I could view his, his snaps that he posted, or I can look at the hotspots around him mm-hmm. going around him in Japan. Very fascinating. Um, but can you imagine if they um, had like um, search options and you could toggle things on and off. So here you go. Available houses for sale, real estate. They do a partnership with Zillow, a little API plugin, and all of a sudden you could do the same thing. You could mm-hmm. do the same thing on Zillow, but you know what? Now you're reaching a different demographic, or you're just there. Zillow wants to increase their reach. Um, I just think that's great because you could zoom in, you could go to a neighborhood, mm-hmm. you click, and you see house. It, it would turn everything else off. But maybe not. Maybe you can see hot spots of activities around there. Because every place has a walkable score, but no place layers over local activity around houses for sale. You know, it's kind of cool. You could spend an hour, hours in there, to be honest. I mean, that's a, that's a fantastic idea. They won't, they won't ever do it because it, it's a good idea. Um, <laughs> they, won't, they won't ever think about it because those people won't be listening to this podcast. No, we're going to tag them on Twitter. They're going to miss out on all this. Um, I'll, I'll tag um, I didn't get. A, I was hoping to get a reply from him. He didn't, uh, the guy that built, I don't know if he built Snap Maps. We both follow him. Oh, um, I followed, I, I, I finally made my list that I said I was going to make. So if anyone's listening to this, if you care to follow people that work at, at Snap. Oh, you made a list? That's cool. I, made a, I started making a list finally. And just there's some people on there that are like, content people there's product product dev people it's just whoever i didn't i didn't put uh what's his face the ceo on there yet well i think the guy that like my tweet jack brody i think he says he makes things at snapchat yeah he made snap maps and memories so i'm thinking that because he he was the first person i saw a tweet about it and they liked my tweet about it yep yeah i guess i saw saw him on twitter too i did did tweet him and said we were recording an episode and i'd I'd love to get his thoughts but he didn't tweet me back um well there i mean I can't. I'm surprised they're even. On I Twitter. know. I know. I know. I can't say nothing. I'm surprised they're even on Twitter. The the number of people that are that work there because, I mean, anything they can't say anything really yeah. without probably being fired. But I think yeah, we've identified a few things. Um, I mean, useful, helpful content layered over the map. Um, you could do like we you you know, paid stuff like Starbucks, breaking news clearly. I mean, I even said that to somebody the other day, like I used to go to, no, I said that to Carrie, but she tweeted and you, you guys were tweeting back and forth. I was like, I used to go to Twitter for breaking news. Now I go to Snapchat uh, maps. It's even faster. Oh, and before we forget we, about the snap, the Snapchat egg hunt, we can't leave this out. You 
my That's friend. True. That's true. You went right over to um, Menlo Park and Facebook HQ, and you're like, hmm, because it's always funny. It's always funny to see there was there was a while back. It was in the fall. Facebook at Facebook headquarters, they had an like an event outside. Maybe it was Halloween related, Thanksgiving related, and they were all snapping. They were all using Snapchat at Facebook headquarters. Well, that's true, right? So, so then you found with this with this egg hunt, you went over there on the on the map. Well, hold on, you found something first. What did I find? You did on April. Oh, maybe I sent it to you earlier. April. You 4th. said it. You sent me the stuff about the, the, they put all the golden eggs. Yeah, but the, what about the April Fool's filter? Oh, well, that, and that's not the first time. They, so Snapchat trolled Facebook again. Um, they put, a, they put a, a filter on. So when you swipe left or right, you can put the filter on your snaps. They had the one that looked like a Facebook post that was in Russian. In Russian, yeah. Well, I mean, it was it – was, it looked like it was written in Russian, but you could read what it was. It was like Russian-ish type. Yeah. And, it, and it said, you know, not a guru's post. And who liked it was, was like my mom and someone else. Uh, and, it was just funny. And a, and a bot. And a bot. Yeah. That's right. That's right. They totally would troll on Facebook. So I, I was thinking right. like, you know, their, their love for each other. Yep. What else did they Think they do because there was golden eggs were few and far between. Um, so yeah, so I zoomed in over Facebook's uh, HQ, and I think I counted uh, they're worth five five points each uh, eggs each. So you could a total of two, you could you could have gotten two hundred and fifty combined eggs, and and the eggs were strategically placed in two loops. So just beautiful golden eggs right around the headquarters. Right. And, and then if you zoomed so, in, you'd actually have to be in order to get them. You couldn't just drive around the campus. You, they were in offices. So like I zoomed in, you could actually see all the blocks of the buildings and the offices. You'd have to be in there inside. It to was for there. employees. <laughs> <laughs> it was for the employees, which is hilarious because they know, they know who uses their app. And they know that they're that people at Facebook use the app. We've seen that publicly just from if you go on the Snap Map uh, it, on, on that area on Facebook, people are using that that work there. So it's it's so funny to see that. Um, Which and, makes sense why they never disappeared for me. I was like, oh, nobody got them yet. Well, you're right. Somebody probably did or got some of them, but they didn't disappear for me because I wasn't going to get on a plane and go. Right, because you weren't getting them. Right. <laughs> if if there was like a ten thousand dollar prize, and that was the other thing, is if they would have incentivized this in some way, even <coughs> you know, even emptied out, they could have emptied out their warehouses of uh, of their glasses. You know, I'm just saying. <laughs> they could. I mean, look, that's why I say that it was more than likely a proof of concept because they yeah. didn't promo it. They didn't say anything ahead of time. It was just all of a sudden Friday morning. Hey, you have three days to collect as many eggs as you can. And yeah, they figured that people would be together. It's Easter weekend. A lot of the country is is celebrating Easter in some way or Passover. Um, I mean, but now think of the AR possibilities, like you were saying. If they wanted to do something with like uh, when you know whenever the next Pokemon Go comes out, if they wanted to do something Ready Player One. I mean, Ready Player One dropped some 
some hard cash, some dollars on uh, HQ. Uh, $3 million for well, Warner brothers, right. Made the deal with yeah. 3 million for multiple, multiple movies though, I think. But I'm thinking like they could yeah, spend money. That would have been really cool to do an AR, you know, ready player one eighties inspired scavenger hunt because you could figure it out with public records, what places look like in the eighties in your town. And I don't know, all kinds of things. Or wow. they could have hid those Easter eggs all around. See, look at all the good ideas we have. Yeah, hey guys, uh, we have uh, VNA VNA Consulting over here. Yeah, for real. Fly us put, out to Venice. Put us put us on the on the the ideation team for what you guys can do. Give me a break. We're, <laughs> we've been talking about this for a, a year and a half. You you've written medium posts about it. <laughs> I've written medium posts. I've written. Posts on my own for my own site. I've, hey I've guys, Snapchat. Like I, I'm still defending Snapchat to people. True. I don't. I have no vested interest other than nineteen dollars and twenty seven cents in mm-hmm. share of you Snapchat. Could, you could show up. You can go up and speak at the shareholders call. Hey, I'm just gonna say right now. Hey guys, H <laughs> U got three million dollars. Ready Player One. You guys could have had that. They actually could have had. Uh, well, and that was only for two million players. Yeah, during that time. Uh, but that's that they had the attention graph. They had it. So, anyways, I mean, that was that was kind of my thoughts on it. it was um, <coughs> sorry, it was a fun distraction. I think like I'm just tired of the news. I'm tired of everything going on, and like somehow it was strangely peaceful to just tap on eggs and get these eggs for no. Real apparent reasons. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't the be all and end all, but I was certainly making a point to get eggs whenever I could. You didn't commit like I did, my friend. No, <laughs> totally. No, and that was the other thing is you were so far ahead of me already. I was like, well, I'm not going to even catch Adam. Yeah, I just, uh, just want to do it and see how far I get. It was under 200, but I figured out. I went on Twitter and found some people who who tweeted their screenshots. So, like, in order to get the top – in order to rank in the top 500 people, because I, I was even in the top 1%, and I only had 180 eggs or something. So, this guy collected 529 eggs. He was ranking 457. And then I did find one person who was ranked 21 in, globally, uh, and they got 1,000 eggs. So, not tremendously a lot, to be honest. Um, I just – if I would have got 1,000 eggs – like, if you would have said – I don't know if there was some kind of a price that would be, I would have went all in. <laughs> sure. Sure. It would have been um, fun. What were the, what were the, the top, the top 10 cities? Oh yeah. Um, so yeah, the number one coming in at number one, uh, New York city. And not just New York city, but times square was most popular. egg destination. The most popular location was times square in New York city, which means in them, I assume they had a golden egg there. The, probably the what a million people that go through there a day or whatever they well it's easter in new york probably a large percent of them it's got easter that in new york and passover yeah i mean need i say more like people are it's a family weekend the other ones los angeles i don't think any surprise there uh, but heavy traffic cities which is interesting you gotta really commit <laughs> um Houston, number three. Chicago, number four. 
Toronto, because it was U.S. and Canada, so that was the only Canadian city. Uh, Dallas and Atlanta, Denver, San Antonio, and Orlando. So you have three Texas cities in there. Uh, so the big ones. Uh, Phoenix didn't make the map because no, <laughs> no. Uh, but pretty much all of them were about a, about a million eggs collected between those ten. Um, some were two million on the top four were two million. Oh, for each city, that's how many were collected total in each city. Yeah. So, like, basically, eight, nine, ten had a million, and then seven through five had one point three, one point five, and the rest had two to two eight. So, that's a lot right there. I mean, that's probably very indicative of cities that have high, you know, daily active users on Snap, anyways. Right. Uh, so, I don't know. I think, I think it's. I think it's novel. I think it's. I think. Here's here's the other note too is I didn't realize this but you didn't have to reveal your location like you still could play even though you want if you want to stay in ghost mode did not know that yeah I just saw that in the the article that I pulled up they so the main the main thing against snap maps is that oh my god your location is available for everyone to see number one it's not for everyone it's it's for the people that you are your friends, friends that, yeah. that follow you and that you follow back. Um, but you can turn that off entirely, but they were smart. So for this game, they made it available to anyone on the app. That's yeah. or not. So, well, I was even talking to my buddy and he's like, Hey, he's like, I have a great idea for an app. It's like an app where you can like see what's going on in your city in real time. I'm like, like snap maps. <laughs> he's like, what's that? So not necessarily, but like it was more reminiscent of like back in the early 2000s, the big thing to do was put a webcam in your hotel or bar lobby, put it on your website. And he was like, they did that back then? I'm like, yeah, they did. Um, Nothing's really new, really. It's just finding... It's how accessible it is too. Well, then, yeah, now there's smartphones and... Yeah, yeah, so... Because if you go on between Snap Maps... Periscope, Facebook Live, because Facebook Live also there's a map and it's, and Instagram locations and it's yeah. Instagram. You know what Instagram? Well, Instagram Stories, yeah, the cities and stuff. You can go on the locations. Um, Instagram Live sucks. Instagram, yeah. I, I don't understand what is happening there. It feels like Periscope in the sense of who and how people are using it. It's just you open just, it up and it's like just people looking at the camera talking to the phone. Yeah, I I don't know that it has much value other than see that sounds familiar. Pirated, <laughs> pirated uh boxing matches. Yeah, I I mean I like I I'll use Snapchat or Instagram locations if I'm gonna go someplace I'll type it in and if it does come up I, I am interested if I'm going to go a place as long as it says like 20 minutes ago, 12 minutes ago, um, so I do use it that way. But all the ways I just mentioned requires effort on my part which means most users aren't going to use it that way right so i do like um using this fun gameplay to introduce more people to snap map maybe it was just that um and i think social networks should should experiment and be a little bit more brave and you know what's unknown is how snap is getting rid of a lot of people and staffing up here and staffing down there um hopefully they'll focus on these these best features important prior oh, in terms of who they're hiring and fire. I mean, look, they got rid of a bunch of the sales staff. Um, I, I don't know. I, I don't, 
I, I get that some sometimes or quite often if there if a number of people in a department or at a company are let go, it's it's a sign of something. But I I don't know. I don't I don't know that in this case it's like that. Like I, I feel like these types of companies like a snap snap in Sure. No, I get you. Like they're 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 looking at okay, we need to like not pivot. It's not a pivot. It's just here's where we want to focus next. So maybe they don't need as many salespeople because the ones they have, maybe they're even just trimming the fat. Maybe they got rid of the well, the 30 lowest producers and they're going to hire more now. Yeah. The one tweet I saw is like they're revving up the editorial team, which is great. Well, and, if, yeah, the news. and then some of that stuff becomes self, self-evident. If you are, people are just going to start noticing things. They're like, Oh, we should advertise on there. They go to the advertising page. It's the opportunities anyways. Um, one th- one thing did occur to me because I know we always want to drop a little bit of practical social media on here. Mm-hmm. Um, there are brands out there doing Snap Stories every day, driving their users to Snapchat. Um, I would I would say why not double up? I bet you there's a lot of people who are doing those great stories at their yogurt shop, at their you know crepe bar, or whatever they're doing. But what they're not doing is they're not publishing it in Snap Maps. And why not? Because there's no, you don't have to download and re-upload. There's no effort at all. And if someone's on there, it's going to be a smaller number. But there's, that's a great opportunity to be discovered. How would they publish it to Snap Maps, Adam? All you do is you select your story. And my story? No. Yeah, and, my story. And uh, is it called our story? There's, there's, there's my story and then there's our story. Yeah, so you're just—it's right above each other. Yep. So what you're doing is selecting the two radio buttons uh, to just make sure you're doing that, and then you always know if you want to send it to your friend, you select them too. Um, and you can you can send stuff. So if, if it's business related, let's say, you can just send it to quote unquote our story, and that puts it potentially on the map without sending it to to your friends. Correct. Or even, yeah. or yeah, even you your own page if you didn't want to. Um, I, I just, I'm, I bring that up because if you are a brand already doing this and trying to, trying to drive your, build your community on Snap, um, I, I think it's a neat idea. And I don't know how much time I would invest if, it, if you're, say you're a car dealership and you're doing Snap Maps every day. If you could do it quick and do like, you know, five second blurb about each car. Or if you're in an ice cream shop and do flavors for the day. I mean, I think we already talked about that. We talked about that in an event opportunity. So if you're at a marathon and you know there's going to be tons of people snapping already, and then you're a sneaker brand handing out water and you have your sneaker brand company on your T-shirts and you're snapping, cheering people on, put that on the Snap Map because that's like your, it's like free advertising essentially because now your branded presence is going to show up at that event on the Snap Map. Uh, that well, made the fact that you should, if you're gonna, if you're doing that, then absolutely create a geo filter. That too, and, and then every, yeah, yeah. So that's that, where you come in. <laughs> put that in the when you when you take snaps, add it so that it goes into the map, and your geo filter will show up with you know whatever message. Yeah, I mean these are just little tiny tweaks. The same thing about Instagram. If you're gonna do something, you you always tell me when you actually tag the location, you and you end up on the 
the location story. The yeah, the city story. Uh, so these are just little tweaks. If you are producing your content already, just make sure you're optimizing it. Make sure if there's not some new feature introduced that you're missing out. And then make sure you're always testing. You know? And I would still throw it out there that if, if you're not bought in on Snapchat, that's cool. If you're more into Instagram stories, that's cool. Uh, right now, Instagram stories does not allow you to make a, a, a geo filter. So feel free to make a geo filter on Snapchat. Take a snap. That's true. Whether you post it on Snapchat or not, doesn't matter. Save it. And then you can just upload it instead onto Instagram stories if you feel like that's a better use of your time. But you can, what I'm saying is these geo filters, I still say they're supremely useful and people, I love it because people aren't using them and it's, it's easier, it's easier to be seen with them. Mm-hmm. You know, like people are using them for their, their bachelorette parties and birthday parties and weddings and um, that sort of a thing. It's very, it's much more on the personal side, but like, you know, we used it. I made one for the entrepreneur event I went to for my buddy OD on Monday night. And he was like, yeah, make, make one. It was like two hours around the Tempe public library. That's where the event was, right? Five bucks, five bucks. Yeah. yeah. I made it, I made it in, in Canva. Um, you know, if you're not design minded or whatever, Snapchat makes it really easy. They have templates inside. You can make them inside of Snapchat <laughs> <the> app. <laughs> and then text. take it, save it, and put it on Instagram stories. Well, that, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I put, I put the, his Bitmoji because it allows you to access your friend's Bitmojis if they have one set up. Right. You can put their Bitmojis on, on a geo filter. Like there's all this, all this really personal fun, but still can be branded type of stuff. You know, Canva, Canva has actually Canva has Instagram story templates and then geo filter templates for Snapchat. So yeah, that's a great tool recommendation. We've been using it for years, but they keep adding these templates. Yeah. Well, they're smart. They, they need to, I mean, that's what people are going to go to them, for. especially the right now, the Instagram story templates. I mean, I'm sure people, cause they're designed, like you just have to plug in a photo or words or, and I, I, I mean, people, Mm-hmm. people aren't going to design their own just from scratch most of the time most of the time they're not going to especially oh. for a one-man show i was going to say the other thing is a lot of brands will will miss this they'll figure out like a certain channel is not for them personally to create content on there right uh resources are limited or whatnot that's fine but it doesn't mean you rule out the channel for for advertising because it is advertising gets better and better on snapchat um, and even, you know, Instagram through Facebook, these are channels you may not actually be, be producing content, but you can do for acquisition and for sales and for content creation. Cause it goes both ways. Say, say, you know, for your business, Instagram stories, isn't for whatever reason, isn't the most sensible thing for you, but Snapchat is, you can still use Instagram stories, the same reverse engineer and create a one of those pulsating use the use the things that you can do in instagram stories that you do in snapchat stories and then upload it and upload it into snapchat now without it doesn't have the the white yeah now that yeah before you could tell and i think that's a good point because before we're like before we were like don't be lazy don't put the same story on both ones right but now we realize that i'm not even saying put the same story i'm saying like if you use one and not the other 
take the one that you don't use and you can mm -hmm. still use that as a content creation as it's a canva wow. essentially yeah yeah as another right that you can't you you can't make those things other places like you can't make a you wouldn't really make a geo filter somewhere else in another right. like canva and and make it there well you can make it in canva that's a bad example but the things you can do in instagram stories and the things you can put like your bitmojis that's a good example because that's the only you can only do the bitmojis in snapchat so you take yeah. those and you, and you apply those and, and you can use those in Instagram. Yeah, that was my point too. Like leverage these social networks as part of your toolkit uh, for content creation. And yeah, you'll learn what you can do on one you can't do on the other. And you might, just, the, the outcome's better. So you want to like take advantage of it. It's just being, doing different things, trying different things, like not being, like we talked about last time, the whole kind of just going with the norm of yeah here's this content i'm gonna take this this content and you know split it up or or rephrase it so it's tailored and i'm doing air quotes tailored to all right linkedin and everything and and that's look that ever since i've gotten into me personally i don't know about mm -hmm. you adam but ever since i've gotten into like social media professionally as a marketer I've heard that. Yes. So it's a good five or six years. Yes. Right. And, and that wasn't, I wasn't at the beginning. So it's been going on for a while. Like you, we're, we're doing all, all the same things, all these same techniques and best practices and that people are telling you in courses and, and classes and workshops. It's who's, who's doing the new things. Who's talking about doing the new things about, about totally doing something different. Like we were talking about with, with exclusive content. I'm going to go back to it again. Cause I, I, the more I talk about it, the more I'm like, why am I just not doing it for every thing I do more than hashtags? You know who it is. <laughs> <laughs> the only place you can hear that. Our theme song, our That's rap, right. that rap song is on this podcast. Well, and I, I brought that up to a couple of people this week. Uh, like we all know, we heard this, you know, put the same content across all networks, you know, you know, back in the day when Mashable, when they first launched, they were like, I don't know, they got a social media person. They were putting the same content across all channels. I was getting push alerts across all channels for the same content. Is this bad? And then ever since then, we've always heard that. We also always heard atomized content, A-T-O-M, like take a big piece of content and break it down into infographic, into, you know, a quote. All Which even that. that I could kind of live with. Like if you're breaking well, it down, people don't do even that. Right. No. Well, no. Most people do not do that. Like if you're going to put all that time and effort into a piece of content, a long form blog post, you can create a lot of collateral around that to promote that evergreen piece of content for months. Mm -hmm. uh, but not the same tweet every four hours. <laughs> I would. I would still say. I. I. I still believe in the whole like say you do a video, that video can be turned into a few other things. Mm -hmm. when you, you transcribe it, you get it transcribed. Now you have the blog post. Um, but I mean, I don't know that that's the lazy way. I think the, the lazy way at this point is if you have a blog post and you're posting the link to it on Facebook and you, you are saying this caption about it. Hey, you know, in this blog post, we talk about blah, 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 and go check it out here. But then on LinkedIn, you, you post the same exact link and you say something business related in the caption. And that's 
customizing it for LinkedIn. Like yeah. it, it's, but you're posting the same blog post to go read on LinkedIn. And my point is that blog post, it's only available in this spot. One spot. That's, True. That's, I mean, literally that's where I'm going with it, Adam. That, that's what I'm saying is I, I, it's, it's, it's drastic. I, and I, but I think we're at the point of, May, that may not work for every single business, like small businesses. But you can still, do you agree with this? You can still leverage other channels to drive. Do you do micro bites, t- teasers or whatever to drive that big piece of content? To, you have to drive traffic. So you have to tell people. So Twitter, yeah. you know, you could do like, like what we were doing, breaking up this and turning it into a video. You're only doing like 10 second videos, but you want, you want the, the whole big sexy. You got to go in, <laughs> got to go to the podcast. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, I, I'm saying, and that's, but that's what I'm saying is it should like this thing that you're promoting. The only place to get it right. is on this one channel. And then there's another totally different thing that is over here that you're doing on this channel. Because, I got you completely. Yeah. I understand. Yeah, that. It's, it's the whole, like, we talk about it all the well, time. Well, you find out what's right. Why, why would I follow you yeah. on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook, on just because you're posting this picture and then a different version of this picture here and this one on Instagram and this one on, or you're posting the same picture with a different caption. And that's, that's how you're saying that you're, you're customizing it or tailoring it. No, it should be this, this strategy, like our Instagram, this is the content. This sure. is, this is uh, the, the sea level. It's all pictures of what the sea level does all day, right? And then you go on Facebook, and there's zero trace of that on Facebook. On Facebook is something else. You only do Facebook Live on Facebook. And those Facebook Lives have a very specific purpose and, and, and content. Yeah, maybe that's like spotlight of your customers, testimonials, or... Whatever it is. Whatever it is, like, yeah. Yeah, it's not like, because we, you know, I, look, some people have different strategies. I know there's people that they'll take, they're, they're doing their podcast, so they're going to they're gonna put it on, they're going to live stream at the same time. Like, it's, it works for people. What, what they're doing is working for them. I, I don't know that everybody can do that approach and have it always work. Like I, there are many people who are paying a social media person that should be doing that. Well, sure. Uh, I will say one example of the worst of the worst of the worst offender of this. And if you're listening, I'm not going to say the person's name. A lot of people do this. But if a certain person's listening, because I know you still do this, I'm not throwing shade to you, a lot of people do this, is posting from your Twitter account automatically to Facebook or Instagram automatically oh. to Facebook, which still happens. People want to optimize and save time, perhaps. Um, but oftentimes it pulls the hashtags in. It doesn't look right. It doesn't. And I, I see that mostly in a personal setting, not a professional setting, but I still do see it from time to time. I see it still. And, and it's mostly the, it's not even the Facebook to Twitter anymore. That used to be a big one, but people, people at this point, most people have shut that off or, or it got this, it actually got turned off. I think Facebook disconnected the, the connection there. Um, but the one, the main one, the main one is Instagram because Instagram makes it so easy to just click share to yeah. Facebook, share to Twitter. I don't know anyone personally. I'm not saying no one does it, but I don't know anyone that hits the Tumblr button. 
you know, I, I never have cause I don't really use Tumblr for whatever better or worse. You know, it's one of those things that, Oh yeah, maybe I should check out Tumblr. I think I checked it out five years ago and started something and didn't ever do anything. Um, that has an audience too. I'm not trying to discount it, but. Oh, so I see what I'm talking about. Or you're putting the same subject in with a link and you're putting it in a schedule like buffer. So you have that one post and oh, right. like four channels. So you, maybe. Which you uh, can't even do anymore now. Unless it, well, Twitter, you can't do it across multiple Twitter accounts. Maybe it's Hootsweeters. Oh yeah. Yeah. What I'm trying to say is you put, you put one, you select one, you load it up with hashtags for Twitter. Right. And then you click the different channels. So now it's going, so it doesn't say Twitter. It doesn't say from Twitter or Instagram. Um, I see those Facebook posts with like 10 hashtags or Twitter posts with 10 hashtags. And some people don't know better. Don't know any better than that. I get that. And other people are like, it's, it's a feature. It's available. So why not click it or, and then other people do. And I think they just may have to try a bit harder. I really uh, wish I, and I do think that Hootsuite buffer, whatever other tools sprout social, like whatever other tools have, have that scheduling feature. I, I don't know. I, I'd like to see them take some responsibility too and, and turn off the, I, there's gotta be a way for them to do it where it recognizes like in the, in the Facebook part, mm-hmm. it doesn't let you put more than five hashtags or three hashtags or like some sort of limitation on that because why not i i mean i i guess if they're if they're a social these social media based companies like why not promote the better approaches for people the best practices because it makes people look amateurish that you know if, if you're running a business and you do that the yeah. general user on some of those platforms is going to be like Ugh, yuck I get it, but it's also for their bottom line and their business. They want the most amount of posts possible. And then no people. But it then, wouldn't they, limit the number of posts. It would they limit know the people number. are lazy, though. Well, it would limit the number of hashtags. Like, I'm saying that specific thing. Because oh. that's what we see all the time is like someone's, someone's doing Instagram. And so they put like 20 hashtags, which is fine for Instagram, but not for anything else. Yep. You know, so why not? Why not? In, add the ability or add the functionality within the system that the system recognizes when you're doing the same thing across Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook. No, it makes sense. I, I think it makes sense, especially because with all the news about Facebook data and all that, like wh- why wouldn't, yeah, they build in things to make people do social better. Um, and, this could, and this could come directly from Facebook to those third parties. Like, Hey, we want you just tell your users to just do it a little bit better. Um, I dig it, man. We're being picky. We're, 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 uh, we're getting all in our feelings. Uh, I just, I truly, we truly personally want to do social better. We've been seeing things evolve and we want to take it to the next level. And then you get hit with real, real world deadlines. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Make sure you got to get this up and get yep. this done. Not to mean it's not going to hit or resonate. It's still going to work. What, what, if you can actually have the time to sit down and be like, what can we do differently? Um, that could change things. So I'm just taking a lesson, like personally from, I see like Snapchat, try something differently with, with an Easter egg hunt. I'm like, they're a huge company, but that doesn't mean that, you know, I can't try something differently with the ventures that I work with. Um, we can't try a new social media experiment 
you can't try something new with your, you know, as long as they're comfortable doing it with your clients, stuff like that. Um, and the people listening, uh, I still, I still want to see more people go hard on, uh, ex- experiences like our installation walls for Instagram. And, you know, you can compete with the big people, even if you don't have you so ad dollars, you can make social media work for you by creating these in real life, in-person experiences and have all of your, your guest clients, whatever, take posts like crazy because of that. Look, yeah. here's the, I, have, I have a really simple example. I, for, for my, my uh, mechanic guy, we shot, we shot another video. I'm editing it now. It'll be out soon where we go around to these little other local businesses and, and highlight them and put it on, on our social channels. And so we went to a barbershop. Brand new, like two weeks old is his barbershop. In the barbershop, he does have a focus wall, he calls it. Huh. Um, but it's really just, I mean, he made it. It's not going anywhere. It's not going to change. It's, it's like a wood, a woodworked um, version of the name of the shop on some like little small tile wall. Like, like the wall, there's the wall and it's got the little small almost bathroom tiles on it. And that's, and then he's got like the chairs there and the plant. And that's, he's got this focus wall. When you walk in the front door, it's a long, it's a long space. And you walk in the front door and you, if you look straight ahead, it says Nico's. That's the name of it. And, but then on the walls, he's got, he's got decals. He, had deca- he paid for decals to be made. Once his, his whole theme is look good, do good. He, he does the Tom's model where for every haircut, Hmm. Um, they give a free meal to some different uh, through some different nonprofits in the, here locally. Um, they pay for a free meal for every haircut. So he's got the decals. He's got like he's a very big local business supporter. He's got some local. Uh, he makes some wallets. By the way, <laughs> he makes wallets. Um, he's got those down, but he, they they've got some other local products there. He makes them or sells them. No, no, they're his. Like, I, I don't know the extent of if he handcrafts them himself. Does he handsomely craft them? Yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> I mean, they're pretty cool, but they're different. They're different. Um, and then there, he's got another, like, company where... He's creating a whole experience. Well, he's, yeah, so he sells his, these local products, these, these local products in his place, too. And then he's got a theme. And, like, even if you're just, you're just going to be there, it's an Instagrammable uh, experience to a sense in the sense that yeah. on the wall they have like stuff that you would take your, a guy would, you know, on Instagram, be like, take his picture after you get his haircut with the look good decal. It's like big letters on the black wall with that's, white writing. Yeah. That's just smart. It's simple. Like it, all that is, is de- he paid for some decals to be made. I, I didn't ask him, but I would be shocked if the decals cost more than. Oh, they're super cheap on Amazon. 10 yeah. bucks. And they're, and they're like the typical kind of like if you use word swag, like he's, it's the, that type of like the fonts, the hipster type fonts. He's got some different ones, um, but it looks good. You know, it's, it's a good looking shop, but he's got these things that are, that are just there. Like someone can take mm-hmm. a picture and then they tag the location. And now people know, oh, I'll get my hair cut here. I'm going to go check it out. It's a local business. Like it's all this stuff that, that is, it's relatively easy to do. And you don't yeah. have to be a creative genius to do it 
you know, if you already have an existing brand for your business, great, run with it. If you don't, then you can create something new, not have to go crazy with it. Maybe it's a fresh coat of paint, um, some decals with a new, you change your font, come up with a, a saying, you know, oh, I mean, no. there's, there's just, you can be creative with it and, and that could help help you like it, it could help you when for the experiential side pay the man <laughs> hey uh to finish out the show do you have any well actually no i have something i was gonna say any new podcast recommendations yeah done that in a while but have you seen anyone since we're talking about this anyone try something new in social that's novel or new or different i have i actually have an ex- i have one uh, once you do yours first, I do. I do have one. Okay, it's probably the same one. No, it's probably not. <laughs> so I noticed uh, yesterday, uh, our friend Heather Dobson uh, was using Facebook Audio, and how I noticed that it was showing up at the top of Facebook Stories up there as a circle, like how it's normally mm-hmm. like a picture or video right. or whatever. Right. It was actually her photo, and then her photo in this black circle. And when I clicked on it, it was audio, Facebook audio. Hmm. And she blatantly said, Hey, something like trying something, trying something new, trying audio. I really like it. Um, so, uh, yeah, I think it's, let's see if it's still there. Yeah, it is. If you look over, you will still see it. Scroll over. Um, Vincent can, cause we're both friends with Heather and it says, uh, recorded live. 22 hours ago. So it's, I imagine it's going to disappear from there, but it looks like it's on her wall. And then let's see what she said. Oh, uh, I'm testing. Yeah. So she said uh, something about, uh, she's reviewing a book she's reading and I'm testing Facebook live audio and love to hear your feedback. So basically that was cool. So that was mine. Uh, since we, since we're talking about it, might as well, call people out when they're doing cool stuff so focus on a great outcome by mark golston and john ullman few people like to be pushed or sold hard into doing something and few like to push or deliver a hard sell good job heather yeah we're proud of you for trying trying something new (laughs) totally totally have you seen anything yeah i i actually posted it in the the social media club phoenix group last week they it's i don't know if it's a new if consider it new but i thought it was it was a nice different clever thing to do to try on their end um whoever runs social media for stand up live uh, in scottsdale okay it was they they ran a promotion on their facebook page that uh, the link was in there. The link was in the post and it said, Hey, go find, click the link to go to our website and view our 2018 calendar and find the Easter egg on the calendar to see an, a, you know, a pretty awesome, but surprise, surprise a uh, comedian and, and possibly, you know, go get tickets. So, I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. So I went and, and they gave a hint, something about like thinking hot or something. So of course, 
you know, it's summer. So I immediately went to June and July and August. And yeah, in July, uh, Ken Jong, who is the dude, the Asian dude from the Hangover movies. Yeah. That, you know, funny. And he was on uh, Community, I think. Um, and he's just, he's, he's a comedian. He's really funny. Um, but when you go to their calendar, there's a big Easter egg, like at the end of July, you click on it and it, and it, then from there, you went to that page and said, click here to see who, who it is and when they'll be here. And so you click on it and it showed him. So it was just, wasn't super fancy, you know, but it was, it it piqued my interest just to, I'm not going, I I won't be, (laughs) but, um, it got me there. You know, it keeps, keeps them top of mind. Yeah. It's something different. And you're still talking about it right now. So, right. I talked about it with someone else today too. So yeah, I mean, it's that kind of stuff. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's, it was just a nice little idea. It, you know, it didn't take a supreme amount of planning on their part. They probably came up with the idea maybe a week before or something. And we're like, Hey, yeah, we're just, we're going to do this. And maybe a month. I mean, I don't know when they came up with the idea, but it's, it's not something that had to take this tons of months to plan out. Right. You know, that's cool, man. Well, that's the show. Oh, you didn't want to do the podcast recommendation. Uh, I wanted, I wanted to do that instead. Okay. But do you have one? We haven't done one. We haven't. In a long time. You don't have to read. The All right. Or, we'll, or finish, we'll finish out the show with a podcast recommendation. Yeah, yeah. We haven't done one in a long time. I was just looking down through here to see if there's any new ringer ones because those would be yours. <laughs> well, but those aren't new necessarily. I, do you want to go first or you want me to go first? Um, I'm actually, so I'm, yeah, I was, this was not mine. I'm just going to mention it because I think it's interesting. Like the T, TMZ has a podcast called Spilling Royalty. Mm-hmm. Uh, double entendre there. Oh. Um, but I just think that's interesting that these brands that we know in a certain channel are you know, exploring new oh, channels. There's, there's so many. It feels like every day, every week, there's someone else coming out with a new. It is interesting. It's produced. I'm looking at their cover art. It's produced by Spoke, which is a pod podcast app. That's kind of interesting. Um, well, Stitcher, Stitcher produces uh, podcasts. For sure. Yeah. Um, the one I like, uh, I, I, full disclosure, again, I haven't listened to this. I am impressed with the, the quality and the amount of podcasts that New York Times is putting out. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, going into new channels from, you know, historically being one channel. So they put out a self-help uh, podcast. Uh, it just dropped. There's only five episodes now. Um, it's called Change Agent. So basically you know, solutions. Will these habits work? Uh, you know, how to, you know, the power of habit, overcoming obstacles. Uh, so it looks pretty, it looks pretty good. Cause I, I, I love their podcast. So I imagine this one, uh, I'm going to subscribe and check it out. Cool. It's funny. Cause as I'm, I'm cycling through my, my podcasts, I realize how many I think I've gotten from you. <laughs> As recommendation. True, true, true. 
I um, used to listen like now skim. I used to skim like fifty to sixty a day. Uh, for my last job, for work, yeah. I mean, you were interested in them too, but you were for sure enough to for research purposes. Yeah, I found some good ones. Yeah. Ooh, there's a new one by Vox. Did you see that one? What's it called? Vox and Stitcher. It's called Today Explained. I think I've heard. Is it short? So it's a it's a daily yeah it's the daily competitor. Is it like five minutes long? Basically, yeah. Um, I've, I haven't listened to it, but I've seen it. I know a lot of people are trying to get in that space. I mean, the daily is kind of reigning supreme. Sure, um, they were the first ones really to do it, right? Uh, it was like about twenty six minutes, but it looks like it was in depth. Like Tuesday's was it's titled Twenty Shots and a Cell Phone." about the shooting of uh, Stephen Clark. So in 26 minutes, they can really get deep into that. And then there's one called Mark Zuckerberg explains himself. That's 22 minutes. Uh, man, I was just thinking today, like when I, I we, we do, oh, we're talking to the audience now. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I just uploaded a new podcast for us. And I went in the library and I saw all these ones in here. I'm like, and I was telling my wife today about the Sporkful, which was like one of my favorite food podcasts. And I went, I haven't listened to it in a while. And I went in, I was trying to find one episode for her. There's so many good episodes. I'm like, I can't believe I missed all these. Uh, oh boy. I'm going to start listening to more on the way to work. Well, mine is, have you heard of Inside Skunk Works? Uh, is it a podcast? Mm-hmm. It's it's relatively new. Skunkworks is within Lockheed Martin. Skunkworks is like their what 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 Google has in with Google X inside of Google. It's it's their internal kind of secret project. Uh, Dark classified world of the secret organization. Yeah, it says this podcast brings to light the dark classified world. Of the secret Lockheed Martin Foundation organization, first-hand accounts and stories passed down from generation to generation within the walls of Skunk Works are made public for the first time. Uh, so it's, I mean, that type of stuff is is it's been pretty interesting so far. I mean, I, I've I've been listening to more podcasts, but it's more it's more on the lines of ones, not so many, not so many new ones. The one I've been listening to the most is Business Wars. That was a good one. I like that. Yeah. Business Wars is like, is my, I love, I love how they produce it. Uh, it's, it's really well done. Dang it, Vincent. And now I'm just scrolling like new and noteworthy. Huh. <laughs> it's interesting here. There's one, uh, I know we're going off the rails here. Uh, under new and noteworthy number, the sixth top one is, it says the guy's name slash anchor. So the oh num- yeah, these anchors said that today. They said that two of the they had two podcasts in the new and noteworthy section today. And I'll have to listen to it. I wonder if this is actually a kid because it's like, um, it's like Milo, and it's a the podcast is describing a rock. It's like a roughly hewn granite cube, a tumbled, foggy quartz, and they those are only five minutes. So that's I'm just gonna listen to it. 
Yeah, there's very little description. Hey everyone, welcome to Describing Iraq. <laughs> I'm Milo, and I'm going to describe to you Iraq. Hey, Iraq. He's describing uh, five minutes of describing rock. a rock. In well, that, one's, one's granite, one's quartz, amethyst. He's describing different rocks. But um, honestly, that's just what's needed for today's culture. Honestly, <laughs> what was the other one from hmm? Egg? Uh, no, that's all I saw. Did they, did they have another one? If you scroll down, you'll see. I'm looking. They, they said that there was two. And they, that, is, that is incredible. Yeah, it's it is. I mean, I guess it just happened, you know. Uh, well, who knows? I mean, there's ways. There's been articles that have come out about hacking the new and noteworthy as well. There's ways. Cool, man. That's all I got. Yeah, me too. So, hey guys, thanks for uh, thanks for listening, y'all. And again, tweet us hashtags pod and or Adam or Vincent on Twitter. Not actually our name. <laughs> at Adam Lidecker, at Vincent Orlick. We, we do it like that. And we'll see you next week. <laughs>